Hola YouTube, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a wheel addict. Welcome to Skate Talks number 10. Today, my guest lives in New York, is 33 years old and he's been skating for 21 years. You might know him from being a pro skater for Razors, for USD and for Shima Skate Manufacturer, also known as SSM. He is about to have a pro model released again by USD and his name is Billy O'Neill. Some people call him Fish, some people call him Billy. So let's make the phone call and see what's Billy up to. Yo, Billy, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? <laughs> All good. Man, I mean, like, it's 6.30 six in the morning. I've been awake since 4.30 just <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so good i had two coffees already um it's crazy it's all good it's all good wanted to i want to start with one question before we even go a little bit deeper what's up with usd okay what's up with usd yeah what do you mean you're gonna have like a pro model coming right yeah uh how did the whole thing happen oh um matthias um, Matthias actually he, he reached out to me like a couple months ago and he said that he was going to do uh, like a legend uh, line of skates like for Richard and Carlos and, and Albert and me and uh, he was like yo we're just going to redo your, your old boot and put it on the Aon are you down and I said sure you know, I, I, you know I've never had anything against Matthias ever you know Matthias and I, he always got along pretty well. So I was, he just, I said, sure. And then they sent me a model. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. They just sent me a picture of, of the model. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So I'm just kind of hoping that whenever it's done, I get to try it out. That's all. Okay. So you haven't, you haven't skated uh, the A's yet? No, I haven't skated them yet. Okay. I don't even, yeah, I have no idea how they skate. Are you skating flat right now? No, no. I skate regular. Like anti-rocker. Yeah, regular. How <laughs> you call it regular? Yeah, it's regular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so <laughs> now going going a little bit back. I just wanted to make that question because I know a lot of people had the same question. So at least we get some people into into this. So why do people call you fish? Oh, why do people call you fish? Yeah, it's an old, it's an old, um, it's an old nickname from when I was like really, really young. Uh, I feel like, yeah, okay, I'll, I, <laughs> okay, uh, I told this story a few times, but I'll tell it again, no problem. Um, when I was like really young, I used to hang out with Calvin Sales a lot, and um, Calvin and I and Khalil were hanging out at Calvin's house one day, and movie Half-Baked was on and they were calling the guy, like one of the main characters, they, they kept on calling him Fish, you know, because he was new in jail and they were calling him like Fresh Fish and uh, I think they were just saying that I kind of looked like him or had a similar haircut or something like that and then they started calling me Fish and then, you know, I started getting more popular in, in the New York City skating scene and call me Fish and call me Fish and and everyone just like knew me from as fish and didn't even know my real name because I used to hang out with Calvin all the time. 
and Calvin, uh, you know, named me that. So he was always calling me fish, like whether I liked it or not. He was like, oh, fish, fish. <laughs> and then that was it. Then everyone's calling me fish. That was it, man. <laughs> so did, did you know that fish in Portuguese means cool? So they call you cool. <laughs> Oh really? Yes. Damn. <laughs> so Damn. they've been calling you the cool, <laughs> the cool one forever. That's sick. From Portugal yeah. or from the Portuguese islands? Because like, like the the more I've been going to different places. The more yeah. I've seen, like Portugal, that there's like the mainland, and then we have two yeah. islands. We have Azores and Madeira. Like in South Africa, most of the people are from Madeira. But like from what I know, like in Canada and even in the states, most of the Portuguese people living there are from the other islands called yeah. Azores. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I got cousins that are Portuguese too. Their their last name is Madeira, and I know there's like the Madeira Islands, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's yeah. a lot of people from Madeira okay. Islands. So, so maybe that. I don't know. I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> so are you back in New York or? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm here now. I'm, I don't live here though. Okay. What? I live in California, Long Beach. But I'm, uh, I'm in New York for just like the summer. Just, um, you know, I wanted to see family and doing a little working on a couple projects with some friends and uh it just ended up being that like the the best uh work was like around new york so i'm just here for like a couple more weeks and i'm going back home okay and what what are you doing for work right now um well i, I was working for this uh i'm basically working doing messaging right now like bike messaging mm-hmm. but for like pretty big uh company in the city Okay. So, yeah, so that company kind of just, um, it, pay, it pays pretty well, but I'm, I'm just doing that for now. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, I try, I try to stay busy, just all different kinds of work, you know, uh, construction work when it comes up and, and moving. I just, I just try to keep busy, you know, but it's honest, I don't have a set job right now. I had a set job for like two years, um, at a place called Spliffin in California. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I, I don't, I don't like having a boss, you know, it sucks really bad. And <laughs> you need to start your I own just, thing then. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm working on now. But so, cool. so I'm trying to save money to like start a couple of my own things, but I, it was just tough when, you know, I was working for people that were like, uh, they, they were like a rich Mexican family from, uh, LA, you know? Yep. And they were like fucking like spoiled pieces of shit, you know, and they like <laughs> and they weren't like they weren't too smart either. You know, so they were just like they were rich and entitled and they weren't too smart. They acted like they knew everything. They, they always talk shit to white people, hate white people and fucking uh, just like probably the most annoying people to work for. But they paid pretty well, you know, so I stayed with them for a while. And then, you know, just after a while, just, I was just like, fuck these people. And I left in pretty epic fashion. Like we had a meeting and they were like, just talking shit. Like they're just like, they're all like kind of cokeheads and alcoholics and stuff like that. And just like, like, like rich LA people would mm-hmm. be, you know? And then they just, um, you know, they were just like, 
and they just didn't know. I don't know. Like I did like, uh, like our area of the company production, like uh, the production manager always said, like you know, twenty percent of the company does eighty percent of the work. Everyone else who worked there was like cousins and sisters and brothers. So like these people didn't really have to work too hard, and they kind of felt like entitled, like they deserved something. Okay. So they'd always talk down. And it was just like building the frustration every day. And then it just got to be uh, – we had a meeting one day, and I just got sick of it. And I just said, hey, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're and a you bitch. <laughs> and I left. And I quit. And it was – At least you felt good very, after it. Yeah, it was very therapeutic, you know. And then I, I, walked, I walked out. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're a bitch. I quit. And then, and then, and then I walked out. Was that like a few weeks back. ago? No, it was like a few months ago. Okay, because like a few weeks ago, you were like, I remember seeing something on Facebook that you were really, really happy about life. That's why I was asking, like, was that the reason? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Like, ever, I've been a lot happier since I left that job. Yeah, I sure. believe so. Yeah, it yeah. makes a huge oh, difference, oh, man. Oh, it's oh, what oh, you do all day, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, you spend your time with people who just like, it was just, like, you know, you get affected by your surroundings, you know, and I, I, I normally try to, stay positive and, and stuff like that but it, i was just like surrounded by just like the, like the worst kind of people so i was just like ah fuck yeah. this and it was funny because when, when i when i left i quit i was like fuck you fuck you fuck you i'm out of here and i left i walked, walked down the hallway i got like 20 feet down the hallway and then i was like oh shit i left my phone on the desk <laughs> you know so i, I had to <laughs> i had to turn around and go back And I opened the door and they all looked at me because I just fucked everyone off. And I just, you know, had to kind of poke my chest out and be like, I left my phone. And then I went and I got my phone and I left. Did they even pay you what they owe you? Or you yeah, they paid me. They paid me. Oh, that's yeah. all that matters, man. That, 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 that was the one thing that was actually okay about them. But what, what were you doing to them? What exactly were you doing? Uh, I worked, well, me, me and John Bellino worked together. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he actually... Got, Uh, we were doing just, it's, it's a company called Spliffin. They just make uh, vape cartridges. Like, do you know, like the, um, like the tobacco, like e-cigs and all that shit? Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like that, but with weed, you know, okay. in California. I know that. And it's like, you know. There's a few big brands weed. doing that right now, right? Yeah. Spliffin is one of them, you know? Okay. And that's the thing. Spliffin is like, that, that's why they kind of could shoot people like shit because they kill it. You know, they make a lot of money and they, uh, But you know, they can make a lot of money and be cool, but they make a lot of money and they are pieces of shit. So I was like, ah, fuck them. You know what I mean? But it, but it was it was hard to leave because they are, you know, they're going to succeed and, and stuff like that. Of but, course. And is, yeah. is Bolino still working with them? Yeah, Bolino's still there. Yeah. <sighs> still taking it every day. <laughs> is he yeah, you is, know. Is he still skating? I, I, think he has, he, 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 I think he has a better relationship with them than I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he used to date um, one of their cousins. That's how he got the job, you know. He was like dating uh, one of their cousins. So like he was like going to family, like he used to go to Christmas at their house, you know. Out. So to, to he was like almost family to them, you know. Like, okay. But he they, he still got problems with them or whatever. But like it was different. Like, but, yeah, but he, me, he can still, like, you know, he can still become like real family, right? <laughs> exactly. No. Like to me, they were, they were like. Yeah, fuck this guy. Like they just thought, you know, because yeah. I, I didn't take any, you know, I didn't take any shit from them because they, they used to like to like talk down to people and shit like that. I don't know. But I do you, do you like, think they could treat you like that because I, you're a friend of a friend or something like that? They're just like, ah, oh, this is just no, like, 
the, the boss said, yo, he told me, he was like, he, he straight up said it. He was like, yo, he's like, I never thought I would hire some white boys. Like, you know, I don't even like, he's like, but the only reason I did it is because of John. He, he told us, he was like, I never thought I was going to hire some white. And, well, you know, he, he, he always, he just basically, if you weren't family or like, you know, whatever, a close friend that he grew up with and went to high school with or had a lot of money, you know what I mean? He didn't respect, you know, so, so if, you, if you didn't have much money and all this shit, like you, you kind of got treated not too well, so which is okay. I think that's normal, right? Like at jobs, yeah, and uh, it might be. No, it's not cool, but it might be normal. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it's which which is normal. But I was just I, I just stuck it up for two years, and then one day I was just like, "Fuck it, quit." And you know, I just started figuring out other ways to to make money. But yeah, I'm definitely still like not. You know, I'm I'm never settled. I'm not like in a, you know, I just hustle. I, when I find jobs, I work them, pay uh, money. Do you think yeah. that the skating for so long made you get it, made you be in that position? Like not? Yes. No okay. question. But not only skating for so long, but like I did more than skate. Like I try to make like, you know, create originals happen mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the contest. So, so I think I, I took on a, a greater role in skating. Like I really wanted to make it work and uh you know in retrospect you know everything you know makes you know could seem oh that's silly that was a poor choice or even some people at the current time maybe who had better uh foresight but yeah like you know i i believed i was gonna you know make create originals a sustainable thing with uh, my partners i thought i was gonna do the uh comp and eventually i, I wanted to own a you know a boot company like i wanted to do what like kind of John Julio and uh, Shima did, mm -hmm. but but to but to be fair, you know I, th those guys are great and they work their ass off. But like I, I think I came from a generation where I didn't have as much opportunity as those two guys. Yeah, you came and, a little uh, bit later. Like they, a little later. they were already yeah. up there in the late nineties, yeah, exactly. and you came in the early two thousands. It was already going down exactly. somehow. Yeah, like, like 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 some of the money those those guys made, and don't get me wrong, they deserve it. But some of the money they they made, they they made some of that like they got a taste of some of that real money where they could actually do something with it. And like the the, the money that I was getting was more just like you can pay rent and skate yeah. and go on. Uh, I know, you know exactly what, I mean? what you're talking about. It wasn't it wasn't like I was on like getting in video games or anything like that or like doing you know like. Great, you know, so. Yeah, man, I was, I was, you know. I made one of these things with with Tom Miser like two months ago, something like that, and they were talking about like getting paid like five or six or ten, even ten thousand dollars for like, and the like you're like a fifteen or sixteen year old kid and you're getting paid that amount of money. Can you imagine that with oh, skating yeah. nowadays? It's just. Oh no! I, I remember used to used to hear about uh, like John Ortiz. You know John Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, and he used to go out and visit Randy Spicer and. John Ortiz said he was getting at the time, he was 16. He was getting like 2,000 a month from Rollerblade, like his, his monthly. Yeah. And he was stoked about it. And then, but he would see Randy's check and Randy was getting $5,000 a month from Rollerblade. And Randy yeah. was also 16. And from what, I, from what I know, the guys that, that were like the initial team from Solomon, it was even like crazier. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Vinny used to get paid for sure. But, you know, Vinny fucking deserved it. No, but even before that, like when it was Matt Andrews, Aaron Feinberg, Jochen Schmude, and Chiakito, I think that yeah. was the initial team. Those four guys, from what I know, they were like, I never really knew prices and I tried to knew with Billy yeah. Brislin, but I never really got it. <laughs>
Dude, I, I don't know. I, I, I heard some pre- like, uh, you know, John, um, John Elliott got paid pretty fucking well from Razors. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of those, you know, even even Murda, I remember like made a lot of money from his royalties from the Murder Skate because it sold so yeah. much. And, and he, he was the first one having that S S L. First one of the most. No, it was yeah, it was yeah, yeah. the Genesis, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the first Genesis. It was the first um, Murder Block ever, which was like revolutionary at the time because everyone was like starting to do like those cess slides and hurricanes and like fast yeah. slides were like just starting to be balanced and. And even yeah, the boot was different. I had I had that skate. I had the murder skate. Right. The, the, one. the boot. No, the boot is completely different. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then the frame was different. <laughs> and what's your relation with with Create Originals right now? Are you not connected to the brand anymore? Uh, not really. No. I heard that really. they're they're I about mean, to make their products in America right now. Something like that. Yeah. What? You know, I I own like a. A very 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 small percentage <clears throat> but um no like I mean you know from the be- I didn't own much to begin with uh, I was just more kind of yeah, like because the, you had a name you could help them and stuff like that was right it? exactly so they gave me a, they gave me a small percentage and that small percentage I sold half of that but I, but I was kind of just going with the trust that we were gonna like do it together. And, 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 and we, and we were like, you know, like there was never anything wrong with that. Like, you know, we, we were doing it together. Um, obviously I didn't have like creative control and couldn't make like decisions. Like, you know, like the decision for like, you know, the, um, the suspension frame was Brian's, yeah. you know, and that was something he always wanted to do. He's like very much like a, uh, you know, Brian's like, uh, You know, he used to work for Fila when mm-hmm. he was like 19. Uh, so he so was he, a lot he, into tech. He was always into designing and yeah. that's kind of what fascinates him. You know, he was like, I remember he was like very like giddy, like a, like a kid at Christmas, mm-hmm. like just trying to think about designing the, uh, the suspension frame. And I, and I think that, you know, and, you know, retrospect, like kind of like, my, you know, my skating or everything else, you know, you, you see things clearer than, you know, than when you're, in the midst of it. But, but I think that, you know, looking back, it might've been a better decision to continue selling the frame that was selling well, you know, continuing to build before taking that, that chance, because we kind of like went all in with the Kickstarter, the money went in. And, and, and those are the things that caused a lot of the frustration too, because, you know, it yeah, it's something just, that you uh, couldn't do about it. It's like, if the manufacturer fucked it up, right. you, you had nothing that you could do and you see the money go and there's no way exactly. to, and then you see the, the, the brand of the company, exactly. like the brand image going down and you just don't know right. what to do. I can imagine that just the frustration. Right. There were a lot of things, you know, not, not acknowledged. And, and, and like I said, like, despite us all having, you know, Hakeem and Brian and myself having our names attached to it, like it was kind of like, you know, Brian and Hakeem were kind of making, uh, the decisions and I was kind of just like doing things like building the team. Like, you know, like I, I, I built the team. Okay. And, did did uh, you ever wanted to, to be out of the, the brand just because of the thing going down and seeing your name attached to it? If you had no control in it? No, no, that, that, that's, um, that's like, that's like kind of cowardly isn't it you know yeah, like, I, i think so but you know like what i'm saying like because you, you said that you had no control in it but somehow you felt like your name was attached to it 
So oh, no, 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 no. Like my name was attached to it. You know, it was great. Like, but, but I, but I, you know, yeah, but for the Brian good had, and the Brian, bad. Yeah. Brian had no control of it either. Like when, when he told me this special idea, I was like, fuck yeah, do it. You know, I wasn't against it or anything yeah. like that. Okay. So um, you were never against it. But, so, but, 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 the, but, but, but I'm just saying these were decisions kind of like, I, I, I was kind of, I, I kind of had a different role at create, you know, I wasn't the, like the guy conceptualizing ideas. That was more Brian's role. And Hakeem was like doing that with Brian and as well as like, you know, communicating with China and de developing the website. And I was kind of more, you know, helping create the team and, uh, you know, and promote it and, and that. So I guess uh, everything kind of, if you look at like the work done, like I think the percentages were actually pretty fair. You had like a sick team, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, it's still Yeah, is, no, we had a good, yeah. It still well, is. Are you still scanning the frames? Yeah. Well, you know what? I I think that's something that, you know, I, yeah, that's that's the whole that's how you, that's how you make a very cool. Like I learned that from being on Mind Game, you know, like because Mind Game was wheels and the wheels weren't great, and then shirts that were like white and gray, that was simple designs, you know, like Mind mm -hmm. Mind Game wasn't the products weren't great. What was great was the, the, the videos, you know. That's that's why people liked Mind Game, and so. And that, that having that experience, I wanted to kind of try to recreate something with that elite higher level. So I think I think that's what I brought to yeah. To the they creator. made a, a, like a huge image around it, even if the product wasn't right. the best. It's, that's like kind of like what Red Bull does, <laughs> right? <laughs> Except the thing was to create. We had a pretty cool frame, the first one. I mean, when we got the suspension frame back, you know, I think I think we kind of just. Let's put all of our money on the on black, uh, on roulette. Like if you know what I mean, if like that kind of that kind of thing. Just uh, we we got it back. Uh, its frames are a little bit taller, so they didn't really skate well for certain tricks, and, and we had to adjust that. And then there were a lot of warped frames, and it was just pretty much a nightmare. And I think in that time, you know, in the midst of that, like I was. You know, no longer getting paid because I, I took a risk. I left USD for, for well, I kind of got fired from USD, actually. Well, I don't know. How did, but, how, what, what happened there? Um, what happened there is I was, I was on USD for, oh, <laughs> I don't know, I guess we're here to talk, right? Yeah, of course, man. All right, cool. Uh, hold on, let me take a sip of this beer. Uh, I don't know. I was on USD for a while. It was great. Traveled a bunch. Uh, got along with everyone. Mm -hmm. But just uh, so somewhere down the road, you know, there were the, there were always these conflicts on the emails. And, like, in the midst of the conflicts on the emails, it was, uh, you know, you would try to put forth your opinion or have your say on the team. And I, 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 was, I was genuinely feeling like, uh, well, it was just like my – suggestions or my, my voice wasn't being heard and the things uh the person who would usually like have supreme reign over like creative direction or who is the team or where we're going as a brand was actually ali bennett mm -hmm. and i think that's what like you know i liked ali like he's and i still do i love ali he's like you know he's a friend mm -hmm. but i think that's that's where we had i had an issue is that 
here we are, like people who've been skating to the point where we're at this level and we have our vision. And obviously, if we have a following, then that vision is shared by others. And then we can grow off that and make the greatest thing, kind of like how the original USD team was. Like, you know, I just had like, I just wanted always to be on like the best things and have those like kind of ideas. And uh, Ali Bennett used to like kind of like shoot my ideas down. And, uh, you know, Matthias, Mm -hmm. kind of because he was like the team manager, he like listened to him more than like he would listen to the team riders. And so after a while, I was just like, well, I'm not even going to say You started feeling bummed about the whole thing and you didn't even want to be part. I wasn't going to say anything anymore. Like when they, I wouldn't even answer emails because I was just like, why, why are they asking us? I was just like, honestly, like, just like, I'll skate if I need to skate at Phil apart, send me somewhere. I, I'd love to go. And if you want to pay me a monthly check, that's cool too. But in terms of like the emails, like, oh, what, what are we going to do? Like, I was like, I'm not even going to say anything anymore because like literally they're just going to listen to Ali and, and that's cool. But I would just feel like we kind of earned our voice, you know, from, from our work and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I was, and during that time, I was hanging out with like, uh, you know, John a lot and Maddie Schrock mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Shima. And, you know, Montre was still on, on Shima. And he was around and we we're all skating. I was skating with you. And, you know, I'd see like Gabriel and, you know, Ali Short on. And I was like, see, these guys know how to make a fucking good team. You know what I mean? Yeah. God damn it. These fucking guys are, and they're all my friends too. We were hanging out a lot. I was playing music with John. And uh, yeah, you felt like, your well, email, you, you felt you you would be a lot more valuable being on other brands than on USD. Yeah, but you know what the thing is, I I, I didn't ask to be on on Shima. I didn't ask to be on SSM. I was just like skating with them all the time. And yeah, it was, Shima, it was an actual thing. Would talk to the Shima would talk to the guys like, "Yo, we need one more dude," but you know, I don't want him to be like a new guy. I want him to be established. And like, uh, you know, John and like the other guys were like, "Yo, fish, get get Bill on," you know. And then, uh, so Shima sat down with me one day and he was like, yeah, like, you know, I could pay you like a grand a month and I could start paying you in June. And I was skating for like, uh, you know, I was getting paid like 1200 a month from USD. So it'd be like, I'd be getting paid like a little bit less, but to be on a team that I like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know what? I was you, like, you had a good salary day. from USD that <laughs> You did, yeah. You know, you did, huh? <laughs> Especially right now, I don't think that no one has that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, you know, people were getting paid more. Demetrius was getting paid more. Yeah, um, I know, I know, I know, I know that. I know. Yeah, no, we, no, we, 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 we all did, but also it was different times too. You know that. You know, we, we, we. I, I also didn't like sit around for a month. Like we, we were filming like sec, like parts all the time. We we're constantly traveling, like. We go on tour. We like drink all day. Wake up in the morning. Skate. Wake up next day. Skate all day. Like I mean, drink all night. Skate all day. Like every day. Like, you know, our bodies be fucked up. Like you know. I know exactly what that is. I used to do the exact we, same, we were, and that's we, what we, we we had money. We were getting paid money, but that money was going. Yeah, you were putting the money back into and, trips food, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was going back to us just living it, like you know. Yeah. But anyway, and, and you would like go it. a lot of times just. Put your own money for some tickets to get something filmed. I know exactly what that is because oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's like I think that's skaters' life. Like I think everyone that ever made money from skating ends up doing the same. I don't think anyone ever saves money to a bank account or anything like that. 
Yeah, unless you get paid an amount where you can, you know, but I don't yeah, think like, uh, that happened for a Even from the guys that got paid that amount of money, they end up changing their lifestyles and then ended up spending their whole money because they all, yeah. no one ever sees that as the top yeah. of their career or something like that. So they, yeah. they end up adjusting their lifestyle to spend all the money, which is, yeah, if you ask me, like somehow it's, it's not smart, but <laughs> I would do the same and I did the same. Well, everyone so. was young back then though, you know, yeah. it was like when, when you're young, that's kind of what you do. Yeah. Especially, you know, you gotta, you gotta fuck up once, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way you learn. That's for sure. Yeah. And, What happened with SSM? Did you ever ended up getting paid that amount of money that you said or never really? Oh, happened? yes. So, so, so here. Um, so then, like, um, Matthias hit me up and he told me he was going to, I was thinking about it. I didn't know what I was going to do. I wanted to, but like, I had like, I was frustrated with USD, but I still didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, because I, you know, I really like, liked uh, a lot of the guys on the team and all this other shit. But, um, And I like going on tour with them, you know, I, like I love like, you know, Dominic and Al and, you know, Carlos and all those guys, like, and mm-hmm. all the other dudes, Nick, you know, is like such a good pal and, um, it still is, but I just haven't seen him in forever. But, um, it was just like, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then, and then Matias hit me up and he's like, all right, you know, like sales are down. Everyone's like, okay, he's going to get cut to like 700 a month. And I was like, oh, okay, well, like, this is easy now. Like, you know, okay. and so that's what you want to hear it, then too. Well, 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 but I, I still didn't know, but I was like frustrated. But I was talking to JC Rowe, and JC Rowe was like a team manager at the time. And I was like, JC, what the fuck, man? Like, they're going to fucking come down my pay. Oh, can you see if you can get them to bring it back up? Funny chance, because I got an offer at SSM. I might go over there, like, but I don't want to. So, like, could, could you see if, like, you could do anything? Because, like, I think he was, like, the new Ali at this point, where, like, he had more of a voice now than... Than, yeah. I, than, than I or whatever the case may be because like you know I just didn't communicate through emails like as much as these other people did I was just like busy skating and trying to be good like you know and like working and doing all that other shit like you know but I wasn't yeah like, you were being a skater like, actually yeah I wasn't on the email things, like, and things ended up changing a little bit lately because like with social media you need to have more of a presence and if you want to have a word things right. change a bit but still you were just busy yeah, skating I like and you I, didn't, I, i had no idea how to market myself i would i just like also just like but it was skate, like changing like, you know? times man it was like back then right. no one had an instagram or if you had a facebook it wouldn't be the same probably you would have a myspace like a few years ago and that exactly. was it but there was no following there was no nothing it's just yeah. different you it was know different it. the dynamic changed yeah but uh, but anyways so i just had a frustrated phone call with jc Rowe, and i was like i got to offer it at sam i don't know i don't know what i'm going to do blah, blah. and then he's like oh shit really i was like yeah i don't know And then I hung up, right? I called him back like a minute later. And I was like, hey, dude, by the way, just like keep that between us. Don't tell anyone. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure, dude. No problem. And then like about a few days later, I got like a call from uh, Matias sent me an email like, oh, I heard you're going to skate for SSM. Uh-huh, I was David. like, what? <laughs> Where did you hear that from? And then I was like, uh, so JC Rowe, like, you know, let, let me know what his character was like, you know, which is pretty shitty, you know, his character. And I was like, wow, he, he, he ratted on me. And, you know, he, he basically, like, they basically were like, yo, we, we know you're going to skate for SSM, so we're just going to drop you right now. So, like, my you know, I, I counted on them for rent, you know, and that, that I lost all that, you know. So, like, because of J.C. Rowe, I think, told, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fucking sweet. Like, this guy kind of fucked my life. So I had to, like, scramble really hard. I had to work, like, twice as much and skating less and then i just got kind of like thrown into like the real world real quick and then the ssm pay 
Do you, it didn't come you, in June. My, okay. It didn't come in June. The, the first check I got was in October, and it was for 300 bucks. And then I was getting like 300 bucks a month from SSN. Was that when your Red Skate came out? or? I, did, I never got a skate. Oh, you never SSN. got a skate. The Red Skate wasn't yours, huh? No. They kept telling me, they were, that's another reason. They kept telling me they were going to give me a skate, and they kept pushing it back, kept pushing it back. And I was like, damn, dude, I like went through all this to skate for SSM. And, you know, I was like, I wasn't getting paid at all. And then when I did get paid, I was getting 300. And then they said they were going to give me for a skate. And then kept getting pushed back, and it never happened. And, and right when I got on SSM, I was so stoked. I took my own money. I went down to L.A. I filmed the Hitchin part. I got the cover of the magazine. I got an interview. You know, like, I did my job. You know? That's when you started skating for SSM, when, the, when you did that thing. That's yeah, what I'm going to call like that thing at the Staples. That, that was like my first month or two on SSM. I think that was the most wonder. insane trick I've ever seen. It's for sure in the top five tricks I've ever seen on skates. Like, seriously. Well, I wanted, I wanted to come out strong. I didn't want to be, you know, I wanted, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm just on another company. Here's the same old shit. I wanted to like, you know, do some exciting. I was really excited to be on the team with like so many people who I thought were like the best. And I still think that, you know, like Mark and Gabriel and like all the Leon and just like all these fucking guys who were just amazing. And I was like, oh, I'm on such a good team. I got to represent. That's sick. I really like when that thing came out. I was just like, no way, because <laughs> like I was energized. I was really energized. But like I said, like uh, I kind of got like you know, you know, let down. I kind of got let down there as well, for different ways. You know, like you know, USD they paid, they def they paid, and I and I traveled, but they just like I didn't have a voice. Now at SSM, I felt like you know I had a voice, and we were like a, a brotherhood with our team was very close. But, uh, you know, Daphic and everyone, too. And, yeah, the numbers but, weren't weren't yeah, being like enough I, for to support we were, the whole we were team. All friends, like, and it was, we were really close, but, but I, like, I just felt like Shima we just didn't know really how to, you know, either manage uh, money or or maybe he maybe yeah, the thing is said that, things that, that he wished he could do and then he, he couldn't do them because, you know, at the core of it, you know, he's, you know, he's a skater, right? Like, you know, yeah. And he's been a skater before, like, before the brand his whole life, business huh? Or going to school or, or doing, doing any of that, you know? So, so, you know, there were things that again, left us frustrated and, you know, on, on top of it, I was getting older, you know, <laughs> so I'm like getting old, my body's getting hurt. I'm like skating, doing like maybe what some people would, you know, define as like, not the most intelligent skating, but I, I wanted to make it be exciting and do bigger tricks and right. things like that, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I ended up getting, kept continuously getting hurt. And like every time I went skating, I would get hurt like one out of every two times I went skating and then there was like not even any money. And then I just had a fucking look and I was like, what am I doing? I can't do this anymore. And that's when you, then that's when you decided to stop skating. Like, no, well, I, I you even made a statement, stop. right? You even made a statement saying that you were stopping well, skating professionally. The reason why I wanted to retire is because I didn't want SSM to be able to use my name for free anymore because they're pretty much using my name for free and like without paying me. And I was like, I don't want to let them use my name for free anymore, but I also don't want to put throw SSM under the bus. And I don't see myself going to another company again. I've like skated for almost fucking like, you know, I skated for raises. I skated for like, you know what I mean? I skated like, I'm not going to go back. At, like, so I'm just like, well, where am I at in this in this road? And I was like, well, where I'm at is, I can't. I I'm not gonna go try to get another sponsor. Um, you know, I I don't think this like I've 
this path has kind of just felt like it's seen its last day. But at the same time, I, d- I, d- I didn't want SSM to be able to, to use my name any longer. So I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm retired. You know, no one used my name like for like selling shit. And then I'm just going to skate for fun. That was That's it. cool. So and and cool. how did the whole thing like? Because that was the first question that I made you. But what made you change or what made you accept now to get USD to pay you for something and to use your name? He, he did, like literally, uh, Matthias just just hit me up and asked me. I saw his uh, his name in the email. I was like excited. He's like, "Oh, hey man, how you doing?" I was like, "Oh shit, Matthias." You know, because we we talked a lot. You know, he's like, yeah, Matthias is amazing." Good. Like, if you know, like, he's, a great, he's 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 a great guy. You know, and that, that, I think that's one of the things that frustrated me. Maybe because I, you know, I wasn't really good at communicating at that time. Or but, I think uh, we but, both but I, like but, you but, and but me. I, but, but I, I think sorry? we both had this. I think we both had kind of like the same because. Wait, even before you were on USD, I used to work with Power Slide, and then yeah. I used to be always like, still, right? I I used to not be there with emails and everything like that. But I was also younger. I just wanted to party and drink and skate all right. day. And okay. Answering emails wasn't really my thing, and then with time, you yeah. end up understanding a lot of things. And sometimes I just need to <laughs> to hear and to read and all that stuff, <laughs> and to get right. back to them. But things change but the truth is the more and it's not me trying to make anyone shine or anything like that but i keep saying the same which is matthias is like the the one person that i know that loves skating the most he's like that guy he like, he's almost 50 he's he skates dude. every single day man <laughs> it's just, nah, he, he, he he's like a really like good dude for real like he's he's a, and uh It was it was nice that he reached out, you know, and I was happy he did it, and I was happy he got to speak again. And yeah, he, he just said, "Look, we're gonna make a skate. We're gonna make a run of skates, a thousand each for everyone. If they sell, you get a royalty. That's it." And I was like, "Cool, that's cool." You feel, he was like straightforward to, to you. You know that if I, he tells us something, I sent him an email today. Sorry, you, you know that it was going straight forward to you. Like if if there's money being made, you're gonna be making money out of it. So right, yeah, that's exactly. Cool. And he is cool. Yeah. <laughs> he is cool. <laughs> he and is. He is a cool guy. There's, there's never any. You issue were staying with in. You said that you you've been living in in Long Beach. Doesn't JC live close to you? Did you ever saw him back again? Did you ever end up? speaking with him about what happened before or he just ignored it and that's it jc yeah jc rowe well like no honestly I, i was like next time i see jc i'm gonna kick his ass is what i originally thought the first thing i was like all right when i see jc i'm gonna beat him up and <laughs> and then also other people were telling him like yo when billy sees you he's gonna he's gonna beat you up like you know because you fuck pretty much fucked his life you know what i mean Because he, because he did, like you know, because I, I asked him not to say anything, and I thought he was my friend, and then he said it, for and it didn't even benefit him at all, like you know, it, it did nothing to benefit him saying it, and then it pretty much made me not have like my rent for a little bit, and I had to like you know just whatever hustle a little harder. It's not a big deal. I'm not bitching about anything, but you know he took he took money out of my pocket, so I was like, my I first looked at it like okay, when I see this guy, I'm gonna beat him up, and. The, first fucking time i saw him after like these months was the first was it was brandon agretti's funeral you know oh, and so when when he when he came in he like i saw everyone he came in he's crying 
you're not thinking like I'm going to beat this guy up, you know, I actually gave him a hug and, uh, because he came in crying, everyone's crying. It was very emotional. You know, I gave him a hug, walked away and, you know, we had our sad day and it was, you know, that whole thing was, you know, so obviously you're not thinking like that in that atmosphere. So whatever time went by and I was like, you know what, whatever, fuck it. You kind I'm of thought gonna, that he was doing his job somehow, and yeah, I, I, no, I didn't think that. I okay. thought he was being a bitch, but I, but um, I just as time went by, I was like, it's not important. Like, it's done. It's over. That time in my life is over, and you know, fucking. That's it. <laughs> you know, I don't like I don't like him, but <laughs> I, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna say what's up, man. You, you're gonna. I just, I just thought what he did was kind of like a little slimy, you know. That's that's it. But whatever. Billy, last time I saw there's you, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that like a lot of my friends are friends with them, and they like him, and they know they know I don't, and I don't care. And when I, if I see him out, like you know, we're gonna like you know, uh, like Jeff's birthday or somewhere, like Cruz's birthday, he'll be there, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like you know, it's all good, but you know, we're adults, but. Yeah, you, you're not going to be adults. like all like fake and shit. Yeah, you just do your thing and he does his own thing. Time goes by like shit doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's all good. But. One question. Um, last time I saw you was in Berlin at the Summer Clash. You were skating some Siba skates. I thought you were... Seriously, when I first saw you skating the Siba skates, I thought you were starting to skate for Siba and knowing that they were like investing a lot with CJ and all that, I, I really thought that you were getting back into skating, but that didn't happen. You kept going and all that. What happened with Seba? Was it just like an offer to give you skates or was it like a real deal for skating? Um, well, you know, I, I really wanted to go to Summer Clash and but before that, I wanted to try Seba. Okay, I wanted to try Seba's And I saw like a pair like uh, on CJ, and I was like, uh, "Hey, you know, I, like, I think I left a comment on like one of like the Instagram photos. I was like, those fucking skates are really good or something." And then uh, I think Anthony Kinokario uh, was yeah. like, hey, "Yeah, we we'll, we'll send. I could send you a pair if you want to try them." And I was like, "Oh, fucking yeah, send them down." So so he sent them down, and I really liked them. I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, these skates are sick." So I was skating and skating and skating. And then um, I saw Summer Clash was going on. I was like, hey, what's up? Um, do you guys think uh, you guys will split a ticket with me if I go, like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll compete on your skates and, you know, Summer Clash. And I'll also skate them at, like, the Roskilde. And they were like, oh, yeah, we could, we'll throw up, like, six or seven hundred for a ticket or something like that if you're down. And I was like, okay, cool. And I just paid the rest with, like, a $1,400 ticket. And then I just went out and just met up and just skated And then and that was it. It was over. <laughs> I don't know. And did you did you really not like the skates or you just after no, that? No, I, I just... like the skates. I like the skates for sure. They were they were great. I just like, you know, like I said, I was just like, uh, you know, I don't think about being pro anymore. Like, like I, yeah. I didn't even. I just wanted to kind of see if I can get a little opportunity because I kind of wanted to see my friends out there and I wanted to like. Yeah, so See, they helped hey, you I, out and you helped them out, and that yeah, was it. Yeah, they helped me like out. I was like, "Yo, you help." I was like, "You help me out. I'll skate the skates a little bit, get some pictures, get some photos on the skates, you know." And they were like, "All right, cool." And then, you know, 
that was it. I think my, my name was kind of almost still relevant back then. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> and are you doing with music right now? What are you doing? Do you have like, any, any band going on? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, we got a band called Roast. Okay. Was that uh, the one that Mike Schmidt made the logo? Or that Who made the logo? Mike Schmidt. You remember Mike like, Schmidt? Yeah, the guy from New York. Remember the, the bike company, Grime? It was Ed oh, Wonka. Oh, yeah, Ed... yeah, yeah, Mike Schmidt. No, 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 yeah, fuck yeah. No, yeah, Mike Schmidt. Um, no, he, he did the one for Gypsy uh, shit. Oh, yeah, that was it, the, the Gypsy shit. Yeah, Mike Schmidt is fucking cool, man. And he is sick, like all his draws and all his stuff. Is yeah, just... Mike's cool, man. Mike's cool because, like, you know, you know, a lot of those guys in that fixed gear scene, like, you know, some of them, like, a lot of them used to rollerblade, but then a lot of them, like, act like they never did and shit. And yeah, but Mike to, like, used to skate, and whenever he, he went to Portugal, like, a few years ago, and he got my skates, and he shredded. He was good. <laughs> no, I know. Yo, he, he was out with his, like, fixed gear crew, um, and, like, uh, Lower East Side, and We were like out skating, filming for something. Uh, I think it was like the Truth Two. It's like you know, Mike. Yeah, I've seen the clips of you doing there. something on that rail. That oh no, gap it was charging. Some... Yeah, yeah, it was gap to pod. Yeah. yeah, like gap to yeah. And um, he was there then. He was like, "Oh, let me try on your skates." And like, he fucking like gap to top for it. And like all those like big skier guys. Were there. Oh, he, he's sick. I he, know, he, man. He's sick, <laughs> and he could do those bend soles with his feet bent inside. He could do those like alley oop. Yeah. whatever and he knows how to use a skateboard too i know <laughs> and he used to film a lot like fixed gear stuff with one roller with inline skate only like pushing yeah. with one foot <laughs> that was but weird most but most importantly he's he's a cool guy you know yeah he's and really he has cool fun guy. that's the most important like just yeah. like his that's cool yeah and, but uh, anyway i'm um, no so that that band was called gypsy ship and that, that was nico uh and connor Barrett and me and then we ended up going out to California and we started a new band but with John Bellino and John Bellino is like the lead singer and uh, the rhythm guitarist and the band's called Roast and since we've been in that band we've done a couple of tours we played a festival you know that was going around south by southwest and we did like a you know northwest thing with another band called Lords of Beacon House and Yeah, we're just like, I think it's just like, it's just like a fun project and that we believe in and we love it. It's like, That's cool. you know, it's like skating, that music outlet. It's very similar, except you can do it forever in the, and be very intense doing it forever. Now, blading, you can do it for a long time, but I think at some point you have to You know, you need adapt. to lose that hardcore way of looking right. at skating. Like you, you, we started this, we started this interview with saying you say that you skate regular, but the thing is, like, you see it regular something now. I'm not gonna say that you're wrong or you're right. It's not up to me to judge anything. But as an aggressive skater, if you want to call it, as a freestyle blader, I don't know how you call it, but the truth is. What we used to see as a normal thing, like that skating into a ledge, grind the ledge or grind the rail or whatever, with time, you end up enjoying more just the skating again, just at least with me, like just rolling, you know? And Yeah, no, I, I dig that. Yeah, it's just, I think it's something that with time, you end up enjoying it and getting back to 
what made you start? Because I, I don't know about you, but at least with me, when I first started, what I wanted was just to roll. I wouldn't think about grinding because I didn't even knew about it. I started way too early. But since yeah. you told me that you're 33, you started skating like 21 years ago, it means when you started, it was like 12, right? Probably you didn't well, start. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like grinding and stuff, you know what I mean? But like I, I, I had skates on my feet before that. But yeah, like 21 years, aggressive. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, But like you said, before you started by just rolling. So when you first started, you just wanted to skate, not really to, to do tricks. I don't know about you, but right. I think that's like something that makes kids want to start. And that's why... I like these big wheels or whatever. Even it's like big wheels doesn't right. need to be like huge oh, wheels. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Um, well, for, when I say I skate, when I was like, I skate regular, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just joking. Like, I know, yeah, man. Yeah. I know it. I knew what but, you but, mean. But, but, and no, I just, no, no, man. Like, no, no, no. It's like, I'm, I'm not against any kind of skating at all, dude. Like, I don't, I've skated the big wheels. They're sick. Like, there's some like, I'm like, I fucking wish I had them. I try to parry. There's a thing called Summer Streets that uh, is going on in New York right now. and I know. With Abdul, know, Abdul is there now, huh? Yeah, Abdul is here. I haven't. I still haven't seen him because I've been so busy. So is he. But I, I think I'm going to see him this weekend. But like John Ortiz and uh, Ray run this event. And they have like these really fucking cool skates there. They're like these like little booty fucking perfect like huge wheel fucking skates yeah the, like, those, you need like to a, ask they're like, a, they're, like a thousand, they're like a thousand bucks or something like oh, that wait wait wait, wait. let's go back was... let's go back let's go back you're gonna get the skates right from matthias oh, you're gonna get the the, yeah. the aeons yeah. why don't you ask matthias for a pair of big wheel skates well he, he might be... i don't know because I, I don't ask for shit man do I need to ask it for you? I can ask them for you, because like yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if you know what I want, dude, I want fucking one of those fucking grinding quad pairs of skates that you got. I've been <laughs> wanting to try those. Is forever, it? Dude. I'll get you. I'll get you a pair. There's the, we hook are releasing this those. new. If you want to hook me up? Hook me up with those. Let me. We are releasing a new pair of skates called. Uh, the brand is called Kaya, and I've been working on it for like two years, man. It's like it's gonna have like a backslide plate. So basically, you can do torques, backslides, all that type of all those types of tricks with the roller skate. So not just that, and then you have like toe stops, so you can do like blunts and all that type of stuff. I can, I might be able to hook you up with one I, of those. I, I like the fifty fifties. The fifty fifties are sick. Yeah, you can do it. And these ones, they don't have the widest trucks, but we no, can I, put. I, you... I see, I see you doing like three sixty top soles. You know, three sixty fish brands and all that stuff. You can do all that shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I'll look you up with something like that. I'll make. I'll try to okay, make it up. And the big wheels. Yeah, what's up? Just, let me get a low price for like the whole setup. And no, let me know man. What I like that, the whole thing comes from power slide. The thing is, well, shit. Let me get the legend hook up then. <laughs> the legend hook up. That's the <laughs> that's the coolest name. Huh? <laughs> no, no. They called. They're calling this run of skates the legend. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it since. It's basically, it's basically a nice way of saying old. Like you know what I mean? No, it's, it's kind of like a way of saying thank you for all you did for the brand. I think that's the thing. Because I, I first saw the calling, skates. I'm not calling myself a legend by any means. I just did rollerblading. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I was just saying they called the skates uh, that the the legend release. So I was like, oh shit, man, let me get that legend legend hookup. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to me. So have you seen that Razors is also making like those big wheel skates now? No, I didn't see that. 
Yeah, they made like now, the, you, you. You were speaking about where those. Where do you? I have, I have a question for you. Where do you keep up on skate news? Because I don't even know where to look anymore. I start, I haven't looked on roller news for like five. Like because I hated it back then, so I, I don't even watch. But where where do you go to like learn what like companies are doing? Because I don't even know where to look anymore. I think it's just mainly Instagrams and shit like that. Like BMAC does some stuff. There's these there's these English website. Um, Will Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Wilson, of course. Yeah, Wilson is good. And then, I don't know, man. Have you seen Big Wheel Blading, which is a new project from Jan Welsh? No. Okay, so Jan, you remember Jan, of course. So Jan, after the whole NIM and SSM stuff, when SSM started and they finished Red Tail and all that, um, he was out of skating and the whole skating scene for a while. And then a few months ago, like four months ago or something, he got in contact with me about he wanted to start his new website because he started skating with those big wheel skates just mostly for distance. At first, he wanted to lose some weight and started, he wanted to get back into skating. And he got so much into it that he started his new website called Big Wheel Blading. And basically, they do a little bit of ev- everything, like from downhill, from like long distance to like free skating. They They even put some stuff like aggressive skating stuff, which is quite cool. They mix all the skating types if you can call it and in my opinion it makes sense because if i know that for a lot of people they always see skating as like no you can't you can't you a lot of people you know and a lot of people are into that core scene they always say like no you can't mix the lycra and the the spandex with with the street skating but the truth is man it's still skating and if we if we're going so core we're gonna lose the whole power because there wasn't enough people yeah and no, yeah, yeah. See, see here, here's the thing. Like, definitely years ago, when I was involved in the midst of it all, and like I was like, I, I was definitely like more like I guess you'd say core. You know, I was so deep in in whatever it was that we were doing, and I wouldn't say I was I wasn't I wasn't against big wheel blading, but I was just like, you know, the 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 discipline that I've spent my life, you know. I know like exactly what you mean, man. I went that way too. Was, was, was this was this discipline, you know? So, so, so that's the discipline that I like. You know, you, you could maybe almost compare it to if you were to compare it to fighting, like you know, going from you know UFC to boxing, right? Because you're still doing it, but it's it's a big change and there's a whole new dynamic, which is fun. But I think. In the midst of when I was being a pro, I was more with a purpose to kind of stick to the discipline that I had, you know, done for this entire time. And the, uh, yeah, not, but I never was against anything, you know, like I'm not against it. Like I, I respect all anything that's, that's cool, man. Like, you know, like, and yeah, there's, there's definitely like the core, but, you know, you know, obviously, you look at blading as 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 a whole, and obviously, like it's no secret that it's blading is not socially like the coolest thing out there. It's quite the opposite. Yeah, but the so, thing like, is, if you look at it, that's for, that's for, what for that's like, an, some... for like an aggressive, for like more of a core blader to have a elitist mentality. It's yeah, it's a hindrance, and you know, we we want to like all kind of get along with all skating, right? Yeah. But the, you know what? The thing is, for me, it's just frustrating to to see so many people saying that. I'm not saying that you're saying anything wrong, and I see it. Like, 
every day. I, I I end up thinking the same a lot of times, which is like for a lot of people, like skating is not social, socially like the coolest thing. But if you look at it, man, I mean, like it's a shoe with wheels. It's like it's the most advanced technology you could get. It's just like from one second no, to the other, you can be there. You have a yeah. shoe that has wheels. And if you know how to use it properly, right. you can just be there. That's it. But at right. the same time, I don't know, probably because there were some poor marketing choices or there was like yeah. probably the wrong people in charge of it, the wrong people in front of right. it. I have no idea. For a few years, the whole image changed or maybe the people in charge or the people in charge of the other sports like skateboarding as an example were just all they tried was to throw them to throw us down. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened, but I do know it just feels so weird. And at the same time, I really think that we need more people with like that fuck you attitude. It's just like, man, if you don't like it, I don't give a shit because I'm going to keep doing this because that's what I want to do. So yeah. we need more of that. No, I agree. And like that, that's, that's something like I always try to do when I was pro and I still do now. Like I just, you know, when I want to go out and skate, I put my skates on. I go out and skate and I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but and, that was your you know, skating. Your I'm, skating I'm, was I'm, your skating at that attitude, that fuck you attitude. Like that last video that you made for SSM, when you landed at last trick, you were like, I don't yeah. give a shit. I'm not doing it yeah. again. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. That, for me, that was like the one. And the first clip that kept to soul, they're like the whole the whole video part was like that was attitude. And that's what skating needs more. Not just like in tricks. That's not what I'm saying, but like it's just like the whole thing, you know, it's just like the feeling that you get from it. You can have that from other types of skating, but it needs to be like passion and like yeah. dedication. And that's what well, that well, video well, was all well, about. Well, I, 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 yeah. Well, I, th I think above all, just like skaters need, you know, be belief. Cause that, cause that's where like, you know, pushes you to want to skate hard. Like I, I was stoked, like I said, at that time, to be on SSM, I felt like rejuvenated because I was like in my late twenties and I got on a team with guys who were in their young twenties who were like the best in blading. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there was like a, a purpose and yeah, I, I wanted to represent it one. I still, I still do like, but also I really like all different kinds of skating now. Like I, like my favorite skater now is like, Dude, like Sean Keen is so sick, and yes, did you saw that video that just came out the other day, like yesterday or something? Yeah, and and obviously, out, dude, Alex, I don't even know how he keeps getting better, but Alex Brasco is getting like, <laughs> still, I see, I see his like stories, and I'm like, dude, how is this guy still so like getting better? It's crazy. I don't know, but it's just like they're not doing like the gnarliest shit, and it's almost better. It makes them look cooler, like it makes them look smarter, like. They're just like doing it, but 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 I think everything has its place, you know what I mean, and that adds to the culture of the thing. Like you know what I mean, like sure, like I had a you know a point there when I was just like, oh fuck it, like we're gonna do these fucking tricks and skate to fucking heavy shit, and just like fuck it type shit, tough guy shit, and you know it's cool, like whatever if people think it is, but then like you know it comes it becomes dated, and then it all it just becomes a moment in time that was a part of like the latter. Or just a part of just like the contribution of the era, like however big or small. And they're like, 
but you see like people now i just like someone like my i saw alex skate like a fucking two inch curb the other day and it looked like the best shit i ever saw i was like holy shit like i he just like the, the, the it makes it the look way good people, so good dude sean sean keen's like new party his thing in seattle it's like it was like 10 tricks and it was just like so fucking amazing i watched it like eight times i was like oh my fuck this guy is so good uh, and I, and I, I, I told, I left a little comment on the Rollerblade page. I was like, dude, if you guys give a shit about fucking this thing, just pay that fucking guy, pay him, make sure he's taken care of because he's fucking sick. Yeah, I, you think he's not getting paid? I think he does, huh? I don't know, but I, but, I, but I just want to make sure that yeah. <laughs> I yeah, they, 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 say they treat that. him well because he he deserves it. Yeah, good. man, I good. remember that's good. I first saw Sean like in 2003. He was like the the smallest kid. Like he was like so small, like in Arkell. And there was this ledge that I don't know if you've seen. I think maybe I think Robert Guerrero did like a off cap fish run or something like that. It was in what's the name of that thing? A little bit underneath San Francisco, San Jose, and it was like a really yep. sh like a tiny ledge, kind of like a square rail, like a 18 or 19 stairs, and Sean was doing alley-oop topside soil on that thing. And it was like steep ledge. And he was like so small. I don't even know. He was like 14, 15. And he was just so mm. good back then. And he never really stopped it. So <laughs> seeing a video that I saw <laughs> yesterday, that true spin wall right to forward wall right to fakie, I don't even know. What, I had to see it like 10 Ooh, times to understand what that was. That trick, that fucking trick was like trick of the year. <laughs> I know what you just like. That trick is fucking trick of the year. I was like, oh, like, That shit, wow! How fast can you move your feet? Like, huh? <laughs> it's like, if, like if you're just like going, like looking for spots, like that's a, a thing you walk past, like, like and never turn your and say I'll skate this. It was like a loading dock in a fucking wall, like you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you skate when you're like skating for like just trying to like learn 360s, like your first year or two. Like, you know, it's something you don't skate. And then he just did like the coolest fucking thing you could do on it. I was just like, wow, Sick. this guy. Is And, and what's your opinion of Oregon Anion skating? Of who? Oregon. Uh, maybe you call it Eugene. The okay, I yeah, okay. I didn't know how to say it. So yeah, yeah it's Oregon. That's how Oregon Anion. But some, yeah, a lot of people say Eugene. So. It's insanely good. <laughs> it's like fucking mind-bogglingly good. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. They're like fucking ninja. <laughs> But that, that's like, I was asking you about it because like you come from a crew like that the unique crew, whatever you call it. Right. It's like the, that, that was the type of skating that somehow yeah. you guys were known for all those switch-ups yeah. and all that. But he kind of like took it to the next level. That's why I was Yeah, asking. he surpassed everyone. It's crazy. <laughs> He did, I, I just remember seeing like a true spin front torque to back torque to front torque. Yeah, that was like intro, like, like a oh, welcome oh, to USA Pro video. <laughs> none, none, yeah, none of those tricks make sense. But, <laughs> but he, he, he definitely, uh, you know, he's just fucking amazing. He's like really, really good, you know. <laughs> one last question. Not one last, probably we're going to keep going, but what happened with Razors? Uh, no, nah, nothing, nothing really. They were just like, uh, they said after my ego part, if I filmed a good part, they'd make me pro. And then I filmed the part. Were you never pro? And, no, I was never pro. 
Really? And then I filmed a part, and then uh, they were like, they turn people pro in January, and then like they don't think about it again until like the next January, and then like after like I filmed the part, and I had like this le- least amount of time. I filmed my part in like one month. Everyone else had like months. I filmed that was my part sick. Like, and, it was like that true top was, porn. I don't even know what to say about that. That gap true top uh, porn. It was just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah, but I had like a small amount of time. I filmed my part because I was like, oh, if I do a good one, I'll go pro. So I, I tried to film a good one. And then like um, that came out in like October. And then they were like, oh, we can't turn you pro this year, but maybe next year. But they said they were gonna, but they didn't. I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't even, I just stayed on. But then like USD reached out, I think in February. And they were like, hey, we'll turn you pro. And we'll pay you $800 a month. And I was like, cha-ching. And I went over there. <laughs> uh, so you weren't getting paid anything from, from Razors? Uh, $300. That's weird. That's weird because you, you used to be really good friends with, you still are, with with Murda. So, like, he was already pro yeah. and he was getting paid. And, like, you guys have been yeah. skating together since the beginning, right? Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like, there was, like, they had, like, such a good team. Like, they, were, they had, like, Shima and there was, like, you know, Aragon and fucking Dre and Mike. And they they were all getting paid pretty pretty nice. I think it was, like, you know, maybe, like, a thousand or fifteen hundred or something like that which is pretty we were like 17 or 18 you know we were young you know yeah. or like you know early like 20 maybe 21 i don't know but like right around there um and then like so i was just like trying to get in there and there were just too many rivers i don't know yeah you were there for way too you long know, and I, then you I, saw I, you kind of saw like they didn't, yeah. didn't want a huge didn't i think razor didn't want a huge like a usd like really big pro team they just want like a small like four person and maybe like five, you know so but that makes that I, makes they, sense that's what that's what valo yeah. did in the beginning it was just like having and they still yeah. do it they have like a very few number of pros and they really invest on the image of those pros and exactly. they fly them around the world and that's what sib is doing and somehow yeah. like a few years ago that's what usd started doing too because they they reduced their team a lot and the team has been solid. So that, I think that's what makes sense. Like getting yeah, new does. people I mean, on the does, pro team. Know, it, it does make sense, you know, and, and you can't, you know, back then it was frustrating, but like, you know, looking back now, I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, I, I get it. Like, especially now, like with all the, the social media and stuff, brands can somehow benefit from their pro skaters. But if they have like a million pro skaters, will they really <laughs> get that much? better like yeah they can't really put the content from everyone plus the amateur plus everyone then everyone gets frustrated because they don't get what they want and then the payments in the end of the month also needs to be to all these people that there's not enough money going into it and that's why i like the i think that's why i think the the whole free skating and urban skating somehow is helping aggressive skating at the moment because Oh, I know yeah, about is. I know about power slide. I it know is. that if you, if there wouldn't be any urban skating, there wouldn't be money enough to put into USD. But that's been the, that, I think that's been the story for a long time now. Because yeah, and, and with razors, if if there wouldn't be any scooters, a lot of people complain about scooters. But if there wouldn't be scooters, <laughs> I don't know if razors would be out there still making skates the way they are and sending yeah. skates to everywhere in the world. So. And probably yeah, that's what was missing with SSM. It was two core. There was no other backup. Yeah, but, there, there was but, no freeze. Know, yeah, sorry. But that's the thing. Like, 
it, it, it was really core, but I think if you want like an, an industry to grow, there needs to be the uh, those elements of diversity that the skater, the consumer, wh- whoever is looking to be that they can attach to. It's like if you, not to compare everything to skateboarding, but you know they, they have this like a similar business model. Like you know you, you look at like uh, whatever like. They, they, they got like Jaws or whatever. He's like one type of guy. But then there's, you know, Antoine Dixon. He's just like this like completely like yeah. different. You know, crazy thugged out dude mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, and then there's all these like different. So, so SSM was just a piece of like the blading pie. And, but I think it was amazing. What I was trying to say is like when it was Nim, it would have a way more possibilities to succeed because Nim wasn't alone. It was Nim, uh, 4x4, um, Vicious. It was like a group behind. And that's what happens a lot with skateboarding core brands. They're not alone usually. There's like a group. So if one of the brands is going down, they can take a little bit from here, put it back into that one, and somehow they can manage it. And SSM being all by itself, it was there was no way to get money into the brand if something was going down. But that's just, I don't know about business. I've never studied business. It's just my vision of someone who's been looking at the industry for quite a while. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the wrong opinion. And by the way, how's your back? <laughs> Yo, my back is fucked up, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, is it from yeah, skating or is it a lot? Uh, well... I don't sit a lot. I, I, I stay really active, but um, my, my, my back is like, you know, I, I always had issues with it. Like, you know, I did like really like labor jobs for a while, like moving furniture and like these things. I'm not really like too, too big, you know, and um, skating. Yeah. You know, all this stuff like that. But the reason why my back got fucked up was I was wrestling with my older brother my older brother, he's like, he's very big. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how you, uh, I don't know how big he is in meters and kilograms, but he's about, you know, he's about six foot one. He's about two hundred pounds. That's huge. And, and a, and a, and American, he's huge. And we we, we uh, hung out the other night. And we we drank, we're punching a heavy bag because he has a heavy bag at his house. So we had the gloves on. We're hitting it, and then we were done. We start, we started slap box, and then we started wrestling. And then we went over the couch and we were just like wrestling and just like having fun. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, oh my God. And I couldn't fucking like walk for like two fucking days. <laughs> and I was like, God, I'm old. I can't even fucking wrestle with my brother anymore without fucking on my back. Man, so, that's all the gaps talking now. <laughs> it's tough, man. I used to be able to do anything and bounce back, you know, not, not, now I'm just feeling it. That's normal, yeah. man. That's like 33. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you get yeah. 36. <laughs> uh, dude, stop. Everyone says that. I fucking, I'm just kidding, like, man. Just stay 42. active. I'm just like, dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> nah, just stay, right nah, I'm out. kidding, man. I, I keep skating almost nah, every nah. day, so just stay active. The thing is, like, exactly. it, it, there's little things that you can do that will obviously change. Like, like uh, I try to edit a lot during the day, like all these little videos that I've been doing and all that stuff. And I, a few months ago, when I first started going more into it, I was sitting a lot editing and right now I just don't sit. I need just, if I'm going to spend like two or three hours editing, I just put my computer higher and I just stand up. Also, like when I used to ride bikes, 
when I first started, like the bicycle that I was riding was something that probably like you're riding right now, kind of like a messenger bike, like thin, like skinny tires and all that. And at first I had my my bar super low and then I had to put my bars higher. And if your bars is higher, you just don't pressure that much and you, you don't make that much effort in your back and all that stuff. So you end up having to adjust to yeah. a lot of things, but that, I think that's normal, man. But you, when, you I, when I'm saying like, wait till you get 36, I'm just obviously making fun of it. I don't care if you stay active. Ricardo, you, you, you don't, you don't uh, ride anymore? Uh, I do ride not that much. The thing is, since I moved to, since so I don't know if you know, but I live in South Africa now, and since I moved to no, South Africa, I know. <laughs> yeah, since I moved to South Africa, it just man, it's hard here. It's completely different. The thing is, since I moved to South Africa, if I break any bike part, it's gonna be almost impossible for me to get it, and it takes so long and all the like, shipping and all that stuff. It's so hard. So basically. I have a little shop or a little and a little studio in a skate park and whenever I ride my bike it's inside the park cuz if I if I'm going to ride street my bicycle won't last nothing basically I'll break parts the whole time and other than that just like if I'm going to ride street like I used to in South Africa it's it's ghetto like there's a lot of ghetto stuff here man you just there's I can't get stuck in some places you know if I break my part my bike, I can't walk from some places. It's like proper ghetto in in some places. You just can't stay there. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Something that I don't get about this country is like a lot of people, I've never spoke about this, especially on these things that I'm doing, like these skate talks, but I was I saw that you were talking about racism and all that stuff on, on Facebook. But this country, man, I've never experienced anything like that. And for me, it's just, it's somehow frustrating because a lot of people have that idea of South Africa since Mandela was here or since Mandela was the president, the whole thing changed and all that. But it's just so weird, man. It's just so weird to, I've never. It's so really bad down there. Man, it's just weird. Like for me, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Chinese, yellow, green, it's all the same. But here it's just like, since Mandela was a president, like since I got here, which is like three years ago, that's what I know. If you're like a older, like 45, 50 year old man, if you're white, you'll never get a job. It's just stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, unless you're like, you have someone as a friend. I don't have a problem like that. I will, I don't think I will ever get into that position because I somehow always sort myself out. But it's just yeah. weird. It's just, I don't know, it's scary somehow. But you, I saw that you were writing about something that is happening in New York soon. What's happening in New well, York? Well, no, because I don't, I don't know if you know, but... I saw, I saw that video in Charlottesville or Charlottesville or whatever right. that was. Okay. So, but then after that, the president of our country, Donald Trump... Um, he pretty much, yeah. He said he basically didn't call out the Nazi, whatever. And then yesterday, he basically said that he basically stuck up for almost their cause. Like he didn't condemn them, you know. And it led that it led them to feel 
validated in yeah, what they're they doing. They can keep doing so whatever they're they doing, do, nothing will happen. Sometimes. Yeah, now they're doing bigger ones, and like it's really like almost Hitlerish. You should you should watch uh, what he said yesterday. It's fucking crazy. And um, yeah, aren't so you scared know. to be in America right now? You're not black or whatever, yeah. but no, I'm not black. But you know, you know, I I I grew up in New York, and it's a very culturally diverse place. Yeah, that's the um, thing. Everyone lives together, and uh, like a real melting pot, especially growing up skating, and uh, you know, it just I don't know. I just don't like. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. I got like the, the way I see it is like I, I have like, all my friends. I don't care whatever color they are, whatever it doesn't matter. Man, they're my friends. I never looked at it, and then people started talking about certain things. It just makes me frustrated, and that's I, yeah. I was making you that question because I saw how frustrated you were, and that's why I was asking. So if you don't feel well, like talking you know, about it, so it's, good. It's, it's just a frustrating time in I think our country right now, because you know we have you know, a president that we didn't vote for and we're, he's, he's just like, uh, you know, it's, it's, our country's more divided now than ever and racism's becoming a larger issue and it's just like building because of not only police, uh, you know, action against minorities, but also our president kind of just not condemning or taking a stand. Like these things didn't happen when, you know, Obama was in the office. Yeah. The whole thing changed and, uh, so quick. <laughs> just so crazy. quick. And, and, and now there's like people like, uh, you know, David Duke, who is like the leader of the Ku Klux Klan was saying like, Oh, thank you, Donald Trump for your courage for not condemning us and all this shit on Twitter and everything like that. And, Like I said, they, 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 it's, it's like motivation for their cause. And so they're doing like this big tour now. And they're coming, because I remember saying, like, I was like, oh, those fuckers will never come to New York. And then I'm like, oh, shit, they're coming to New York on Saturday. And like, there's never been that shit. Like, it's going to be like a huge fight and all this shit. But like, I was thinking about it again, though. Like, because someone mentioned it, like, they want the violence, like, you know, so they can get yeah, this. Do you really want to be there? That's the question. Well, I got work. I got work out that day. Number one, I got a, I got a bike messenger, you know what I'm saying? I got to work. <laughs> yeah, you got to make your money. Huh? <laughs> I got to make this money. Make but, sure but you stay was, safe I, out I, there. I, That's I, all it matters. I was thinking about just going there early and just fucking cracking someone, just like just one guy. <laughs> but I was like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, no, you, you look, if this country's getting to a certain point, man. Like, you know, if, if you ignore shit, you know, if, if you know you don't got a voice, right? You don't got a voice. You know, and then shit's going in one direction. I mean, what you, if, if you just like, act like nothing's happening, then you, you, you're not, it's pretty bad too. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't want to be a like, coward and just, you, you got to take a stand at some point. Like, you know, like I just think about like my friends, like, you know, there's people like who I love, like that are, you know, that all different. I don't even want to start name, but you know, everything like, you know, you know, black guys, Jewish guys, like, you know what I mean? And like, You're going to come to New York and wave, like, Nazi flags around and shit? No. Like, yeah. you know, then that's not okay. And it's a, it's a message of hate. So, you know, yeah, part, my, my initial reaction, you know, I took down that post, but my, my, 
because you know I, I'm, I'm very emotional I'm very impulsive I'm just like you know, that man. My, my, I know exactly what that is passionate my girlfriend knows me to be that way and and that's and that's how I've always been so so at first I was like so mad I was just like oh fuck you know fuck this I'm you know and you know if you, you know at the end of the day I still I stand for my shit no matter what but I was just like you know take this down this is negative this is you know gonna come off stupid and you know I'm not gonna understand it but you know. I, I, I take down like half the post I put up on Facebook anyway because I get like a lot of information. <laughs> I get emo I'm emotional, I'm impulsive. Man, I have I have my parents calling me sometimes from Portugal. Like, do you really want to say that? <laughs> It's just yeah, weird. No, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm very, you know, um, I, you know, I, I say what I feel instantly, and yeah. and you know, I I, I always uh, follow my heart and shit. But then sometimes I'm like, ah. You know, maybe I look like an asshole here. Let me not put no, that man. out. Let me take that down. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not about looking like an asshole. It's more like the problem is all those things that whatever we do, especially Facebooks and all that stuff, it stays forever. So you never know yeah. what's going to happen in your future. But because you never know what's going to happen in your future, if you would leave America, where would where would you see yourself living? Would you move anywhere else in the world? Oh. Yes, <laughs> like this, like about. Um, no, you have to choose had, one right now. Where would you move to? One, one place. Oh man, you know what? Like, I love Spain, but you, I really do. But I've never been to Australia. I think I would love it there. But uh, I, I would say for the places I've been to, I'd probably say, probably say Spain. Okay. Or maybe even. Yeah, maybe even like Ireland or some shit like that. Just like you know, because that's kind of cool. Would you take the But rain like, from Ireland? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like like that's what I'm saying. Like the I'm, I'm at a different point point in life. Not like skating as much. Where you know what I mean? I don't I don't mind. But like yeah. you know, but um, I'm skating still. But like you know what I mean? Like I really used to hate the rain. I'm like, oh fuck, I can't skate. But like now I'm skating like once or twice a week. So like you know, if it rains like a few days, it's okay. But, um, oh, good. Yeah. And But, what about oh, the Spanish like, uh, hospitals? <laughs> the what? The Spanish hospitals. Spanish hospitals? Hey, it's, <laughs> it's, I, get, I think if you have insurance, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, when, when you had that accident in Barcelona, do you have an insurance? or? No, no, I didn't have insurance. I haven't had insurance since I'm very young. And did, did you got like a huge bill from that or what happened after? Uh... I kind of like, you know, I went to the hot, I went to the emergency room, I got out, and then they were like, hey, what are you going to do about the bill? And I was like, oh, I don't know, send me the bill, you know, and then I flew home. <laughs> and you've been back to Europe, nothing happened, so, but. Yeah, man, I just, I never got the bill, I don't know. Do, did you, do you think like. I told them to send it. I remember like back then you stayed like a long time at home and all that, did that. Do you think that somehow changed something in your life? Because you like, you know, like when you get injuries like that, that you stay a long time away from what you used to do. You think a lot. Did that ever happen to you, or is just like you just kept focused on what you wanted to do after, and you didn't even thought about changing things or whatever? Uh, after I got hurt, I was I couldn't skate for a long time. I was just like pretty lonely, and I was bored. And 
I had like two leg casts on for like five months, you know, and then like I had like sur- I couldn't walk at all. Like I was like just for like five months. I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, for people Sitting that don't couch. know, for people that don't know, and if they're listening to this, I'm just gonna explain them. So there's something. There might be something on YouTube or on Vimeo, which is like really like five, six years ago. He did like a gap. What was it? Like a 180, something like that, or a fakey tree? In 2008. Was it like doing a 180 or a fakey tree? It was or a 180. Yeah, he did like a 180 on a double set, and then he went through the road, and there was this car that just run, just rolled over him. So, did he broke one foot or both feet or? Um, both my ankles, and uh, well, they didn't break, but I tore the ligaments, and I tore like the sheath to the ligament over my right ball of my ankle, which is like what holds like, you know, your, your bone in, you know? And so I have like really bad ankle problems for a long time, but the, the bones didn't break. It was just all ligament problems. Yeah. Do you still feel it? Do you still have pain when it gets cold? Yeah. And well, stuff? I got pins, I got pins in my uh, ankle. Like, you know, they had to like uh, yeah. put like some pins in like the ball on the right side, mm-hmm. you know? So they're still there. Do yeah, they still, so, do, does it swallow a lot when you walk? I, I also have pins and I have like a plate on my right foot. It was also skating. And like right now it doesn't happen anymore. But like it was like 2003. But for the first five, six years, every time I would just walk for way too long, my feet would start swallowing. Like it was just bad. Yeah. Yeah. The first few years were the toughest for sure. And uh, if, if I ever go like a long time without like using it, and I have a really tough day, well, but if I, at this point, if I stay active, it's cool. Oh, good. Oh, okay, Billy. Oh, the I, think, I think my dog is just telling me to stop this. I need to go back to work. It's eight a.m. here. It might be late there yep. too, huh? Yeah, it's pretty late. And, <laughs> uh, I hope. Uh, I don't know. Do you think anyone's going to listen to this? Of course they will. You'll see. You'll be surprised. Man, this thing has been yeah. growing. Like I started this YouTube channel as something like really basic. Just I wanted to make content. I just I wanted to make my own thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's been growing. Like seriously. Like if we get think about it. This is like I, Yeah, I wasn't trying to insult you there. I'm sorry, dude. No, I'm, I'm man, no, no, no. I'm I know that it's, it's all I good. I was just saying man. this yeah, we, we had is, a long talk. Yeah, it's all good, but these things they 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 stay forever. Like you put it on yeah. YouTube, whatever, and like in 10 years, people will still listen to it. And even for you, like when you're like in 10 years from now, you're going to be able to listen to to your thoughts in 2017. So yeah, <laughs> that's a cool thing. Are you going to get Miguel next? Or? Yeah, I want to get Miguel. I, w- I really want to get Miguel. And then I want to get you and Miguel on quads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miguel is sick. He, I love Miguel, man. I just I love his passion for skating and like, and yeah. it's just crazy. I, I want to. That's why I want to speak with him and like show him to a lot of people that I know that a lot of people know him, but a lot of people don't know where he came from or what he did for yeah. skating. Like how much he so somehow much. quitted his life. <laughs> he quitted yeah. his like homeland and all that. But I'm not gonna speak a lot about it. I'm gonna wait for him to tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That, that one's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I, I love Miguel, man. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Oh, good man, Billy. Right, it was really, really, really nice talking, talking to you, and thank so you so long. much, huh? We'll see. Yeah, us. like, yeah, thank you, man. I'll I'll try to talk to Matthias, and I'll try to put you in an email, and then let's go from that. 
I really want to skate yeah, your skates too. So at least from those a thousand, from those thousand skates, you know that I'm going to be skating one of those. So <laughs> yeah, I just want to say one thing. I know I sounded stupid on a lot of things here, but it's been an extremely long day. I've been up super late. And I'm very tired. So if I did say anything stupid on this. I would just like to apologize right now. Nah, man. It's not like, I don't think you said anything stupid. The thing is like, man, w the idea with these things is just you, you speak your mind and that's what you did. So, and what right. we think today doesn't mean that we're going to think the same in 10 years. So, yeah, that's it. Maybe in 10 years, we're going to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, man. Yo, have a good night there. I'm going to have a good day. Cheers, Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye. And that was it. I just finished a one hour and 27 minute call with Billy O'Neill. Billy is just such an amazing character. I don't know if you enjoyed this skate talk as much as I did, but I did love it. It's now almost 8 a.m. here, so it's time for me to get ready and go to work. And for all of you listening to this, I hope you're having a nice day. And if you're not subscribed to the channel yet, now it's the time to do it because I'm going to be making more of these. So as I make more videos on this channel, you heard it from Billy. The next one might be, I can't really tell you yet, might be Miguel. Miguel, I can't really tell you a lot about it, but you'll just stay tuned. Subscribe to the channel. Click that bell on the side so that you get notifications every time I upload something. And like this one or give me a thumbs down if you didn't like it. Just let me know why. Before we finish this, just don't forget why we all started skating, because it's fun. Cheers, guys. See you soon. Vou viver até quando...